Welcome to the Mission City Church Podcast. My name is Jake Eichert, and I am the Community Groups and Creative Director at Mission City Church, as well as the host of this podcast. Each week, you can find full-length sermons, five-minute sermon breakdowns, and inspiring conversations with guests about discipleship, current events, local outreach, and more. Our mission as a church is to make Jesus known, and we pray that this podcast does just that for you. If it does, please subscribe and share. But for now, please enjoy this episode of the Mission City Church Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Mission City Church Podcast Thursday edition. We are kicking off the new year. So happy new year to everyone. 2023. That's right. This is our first podcast of the new year. We will not be starting a new series today. We're kind of going to do a little bit of something special, but then we'll have a new series starting next week, which I'm super excited about. And we'll get into that in just a few minutes. But I want to introduce our guest, lead pastor of Mission City Church, Russell Schultz. Happy new year, Russell. Good to see you, man. Happy new year, Jake. Say, uh... It's a new year, new you, huh? That's what I took the words right out of my mouth. So any big resolutions or anything that you are looking forward to this year? Oh, I, uh, I am looking forward to the new year. Uh, I don't, I'm not like a, I don't like to be like a, just a 2023. Um, I, I don't like to be like a new year resolution guy. I don't know. I don't know why. What does that, that shocking? What, do you, what does that mean? A, a New Year resolution guy. I feel like people like get really excited about their New Year's resolutions, ah. and I shockingly am not. Um, I do like to have like goals and stuff like that. I just think they're more ongoing. I'm fascinated by that because I was actually just about to ask you what you think about goals because to me a resolution and a goal is kind of the same thing. That's what I think. Are they different? You no. Know, well, you're saying that you don't set resolutions, but you do like goals, but not I'm like confused. New Year's goals. I'm saying like I like just as as I see fit. To, uh, now, what I do, what I will do, and I do, I do think like at some point you need to have an annual like rhythm to reevaluate your life, and oftentimes the new year is a good time for that. Right. Um, for us, sometimes like around April is when we were. Um, that's around my anniversary. Uh, Casting sometimes will do that, uh, but I like to have a word for the year. Oh, do you have a word for this year yet? Um, I think the word is going to be simplicity. Okay. You want to expand on that or just kind of leave it, leave it simple? Well, I think last year uh, is the word that I had in mind was restraint, okay. uh, which is kind of similar. It's like almost like, so there's the excess, like just adding extra things just to add them, you know? Sure. And so I like cooking shows. And so they always talk about how if you don't have a ton of ingredients on a plate, it's like you showing restraint uh, and it just kind of lets things speak for themselves. And so uh, I'm just trying to think about my life. Like, how can I show restraint in a lot of different things? Hmm. Uh, but the simplicity is just more like I, uh, I'm fascinated with the discipline of simplicity, mm-hmm. uh, the spiritual discipline of simplicity. I want to kind of explore that in my own life. Great. Okay. Well, uh, I want to go back to, so new year, same you, possibly new goals. I'm not saying I, I, I'm just not saying like I don't set my goals at January 1st. You know what I'm saying? All right. All right. Sounds good. That's ongoing. Yep. You know? No, I get, you? You big, I get it. You big, you big goal resolution guy? Uh, no, no, absolutely not. I actually, uh, don't do either. Um, Whoa. uh, yeah. So I know that this is probably going to bother some people and I get it. Um, and if you're a big goal person, like I don't think there's anything wrong with you. My experience has been that people who are really big goal people, they are the the goal turns into a, more so about accomplishing something and checking the box of the goal than whatever the goal was meant to accomplish originally. 
Um, so for example, like I had a goal about, uh, drinking more water and the, really the goal behind the goal was that I would be more hydrated, but ultimately like it was like, Oh, I haven't had my so many ounces today. So I'm just going to chug this amount of water at the end of the day to hit my, my goal and to check my box. Well then, you know, I'm waking up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and like it's, it's creating other problems. So my point is that if you're a goal setter, like I think identifying the goal behind the goal and making sure that you're sticking true to that, as opposed to just checking the box of what the goal is, uh, is an important step to goal setting. And I just like, it always just turns into an accomplishment thing for me, which is not healthy for me. And so I, I don't do goals. Is that, am I being like kind of a, a Grinchy right now? <clears throat> Seems like we need, uh, maybe like someone that does set goals to balance out this, uh, this table. <laughs> we might, we might. So uh, what do you do to, well, for like transformation and growth? Um, wait and see approach is usually, I, <laughs> I, I find myself like, I don't necessarily need a goal to be motivated towards something. I think like just like self-improvement is in general, just kind of something that I try to strive for. And so, you know, maybe that sounds a little like it's braggy. A, it's a state of mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's a state of mind. No, uh, I, I don't know, man. I, I am who I am and I don't, I just know that I'm very competitive and I can easily get caught up in like accomplishing things to the detriment of the greater good. And so I try to, this is actually, you brought up words of the year. I, I try to have a word as well. And like typically mine, it seems like yours kind of have a theme to them. Like year, year in and year out, they're different, but maybe have a, a same, a similar theme. I have a similar thing where, um, being present moment to moment, and just kind of uh, being like within myself and uh, understanding like what's going on and not thinking years ahead, months ahead, weeks ahead, whatever, like that's a real struggle for me. Or even like thinking about something that's not, that doesn't matter to the present moment, you know, whatever like notification on my phone or what might be happening in a different room or in a different city, different state, uh, a game that I'm not watching or something, you know, like my mind tends to wander to things that aren't right in front of me. And so my words typically revolve around me trying to be more centered, more present in the moment to moment. And so, um, I don't have a word for this year yet, but I'm sure it will have something to do with that kind of idea. Okay. That mindset, if you will. Gotcha. Yeah. But I, I do want to say uh, we are starting a new series next week. Uh, this is going to be a short trailer for it. It's called Resolution. I know that sounds uh, appropriate. <laughs> um, I'm laughing because you don't do resolutions, yet we're doing a series called Resolutions. Yes. Well, it's actually kind of a joke, an inside joke with myself. Uh, so when I see the word resolution, what I see, and I don't know if this is, this is not necessarily lining up with the definition of the word for most people, but I see re-solution. And so, like, to me, a resolution is in place to, like, you've, experienced a problem or you experienced something that you don't like or something that you want to change and you're coming up with a re-solution. You're trying to resolve whatever that is in your life that you are trying to fix. And we are jumping into a series that I'm super excited about, been doing a bunch of research on um, through the sacrificial system that God set up with the people of Israel in Leviticus. 
And you might think that sounds really boring. It's probably a section of the Bible for a lot of people that they just skip over or have some basic understanding of like, yeah, God set up sacrifices, whatever. Or even like you might even go as far as like God wanted his people to be holy and set apart. And so they have these sacrifices to maintain their holiness or righteousness or whatever it may be. But there's so much more to it than that. And really the it's it's one like step in a pattern of God trying to resolve or give a resolution to the problem that started in the garden, that there's separation from humanity and himself and that his creation that he loves has been tainted and has this brokenness and separation from relationship with him that he's trying to give new solutions to regularly. Like that is really the story of the Bible is God trying, like there's a brokenness between God and the creator of the world, sorry, God, the creator of the world and his creation. And he's pursuing them in light of trying to create a resolute. He's resolving the problem of this brokenness in their relationship. And so we are titling it resolutions um, that might sound a little clickbaity to you kind of is I totally get that I think I kind of agree but you know whatever we're trying to we're trying to uh, reach some you know as many people as we can and so if that pops up on someone's feed because it's the new year hey uh, better for it Um, but we will be talking through this sacrificial system and kind of the underlying thing that God's trying to accomplish through the sacrificial system is that he's trying to resolve the problem of his separation from his creation and their own brokenness um, and so I'm super excited about that series. We're going to kick that off next week. And yeah, Russell, you got any thoughts on that or anything you want to share about the series? Anything that you're excited about coming up with that idea? Uh, not, no, I've actually been spending the entire time while you're doing this, looking up the difference between goals versus re- resolutions. Great. That's the content that we need. <laughs> well, I just think it's important if it's this time of year. Uh, I do like the fact that the, the, the series title is an inside joke with yourself. Yeah, that's how I roll. <laughs> I'm happy. With, I'm happy for you. I'm happy to play in this little game with you. Thank you. Uh, so, but I, since the I know the audience is wondering, you know, what is the difference? It sounds like um, a resolution is a statement of what you will change, what you will or will not do. Okay. And so then a um, a goal is a statement of what you want to achieve. So it's similar in a lot of ways, but like I think I think a goal is like. Uh, is this is a part of the steps that you take to finalize a resolution maybe I mean, if i'm missing this but you could just say like i am no longer going to eat green beans right that is a resolution it's not necessarily a goal the goal is to not eat green beans i, I guess that would be how you achieve it yeah but uh yeah but you think about joint resolutions like if you and i had a joint resolution amongst one another it'd be like an agreement to not bring up, let's say, um, there's something that hurt my feelings in the past and I didn't want to ever bring it up again. We could have a joint resolution between ourselves to not ever bring this, this thing up. So it wouldn't be a goal for us to not ever bring this thing up. Well, a goal would be like, um, I feel like, I feel like goals are less determined almost, you know what I mean? Like it feels like a resolution is a little bit more like, Resolute. <laughs> yes, it feels more resolute. Uh, so you're you're more okay breaking a goal than you are a resolution. I feel like in language it sounds that way in definition. Great, <laughs> great. I feel like both people. I, I think that people don't do either though. So yeah, I mean, 
how how soon are you going to break your resolution? How soon are you going to break your goals? Uh, hopefully for you, maybe, I don't know, maybe you really want to accomplish it. So maybe never. Uh, I don't know. Um, I'm really glad that we had this conversation, though. And I think <laughs> hopefully you've enjoyed it as much as I have. Uh, let's move on to some of the things. So one of the interesting things when I think about resolution, and I think about like just us being pastors and um, we do want this podcast. The goal of this podcast is to make Jesus known. And uh, it might seem a little cheesy or it might seem like we overemphasize like just a spiritual practice inside of just normal everyday life. Like the new year is not necessarily anything spiritual to it, but we do want to incorporate Jesus into everything that we do into our, our yearly calendar. Uh, as we move forward with um, this idea of the resolution and the sacrifice and everything, part of the reason why we want to do that series also is that we're getting to the season of Lent. That's right around the corner where a lot of followers of, of Jesus, a lot of people of faith, a lot of people, religious people will begin to uh, put things aside. They'll begin to sacrifice. They'll begin to make changes in their lives in order to uh, experience you know, a, a greater depth of their relationship with God, in order to uh, sacrifice, surrender something in their life to him in order to grow spiritually. And so uh, we're also doing it with that in mind. That's coming around the corner in, in just over a month now. And so um, that's something that, you know, when we talk about patterning your calendar, we just got out of the season of Advent. We want to shape our calendar in a way that it's not just, you know, fun holidays and things like that. Those are great. We don't want to take away from that, but also that there's a spiritual element to all of it. And so uh, I wanted to talk a little bit today, kind of focus on the rest of our conversation, Russell, on how do we as believers as we see the world kind of making these resolutions or thinking about the new year, setting goals, all of that, how do we incorporate a spiritual element? What do you think the idea uh, maybe from scripture might be on how we can do that from a Christian perspective? Like what should we be doing? Does it, and does it even matter that we incorporate any kind of faith element? Like I don't want to get legalistic and say, well, if you're going to set a, a you know, a, a non-faith goal, then you should also set a faith goal to, to balance it out or something like that. But I do think that we should like take advantage of the season and that things are new. There's maybe new hope. People find, you know, maybe, maybe just a hopeful season with the new year. There's, you know, what could be in 2023? Well, Hey, I just, that, that sounded pretty good. Uh, what could be in 2023? Somebody's going to use that as a tagline. Uh, you're welcome. Um, but honestly, like that's, there's a new hope that springs with a new year for a lot of people. And so, uh, what could our hope be put in, uh, what kind of things from a faith perspective could we incorporate into this next year? Are there any dreams or hopes? Russell, I know that you, you've really enjoyed using the book of common prayer this last year and, and kind of incorporating that into some of your own time with the Lord and all that. Is there anything, and it's okay if not, um, maybe you need a minute to think, but is there anything that you're incorporating this year that you are trying to grow in or you have a goal, a resolution, if you will, that might seem a little, you know, stronger um, to to grow in this year with the Lord? Yeah, I mean, I do think the where I will say, I, I think if you are goal or very more goal oriented than Jake or I or if if I think the new year is a time to think and to take inventory of what your currently life is. This, this is the strength of goal setting, and this is the strength of New Year's resolutions. My issue is is that I, I don't know what the percentage of them fail, and so I think that's why I poke fun of it. It's like if you're really goal-oriented goal or you have these resolutions in your life, like you're going to be doing them regularly because you're going to be growing regularly as opposed to it's like I'm going to stay the same 
and then nothing's ever going to change. I think that's why that's really where my beef is, because um, I, I want to grow as a person all the time. Um, but I do think there are times in our year that our our regular um, almost like checkups or markers that allow us to reconfigure or rethink through our lives. And the new year is definitely one of them. And so um, if you're right now, if you feel like you're walking with the Lord and you have good connection with him and you have good spiritual practices, um, you know, maybe the question is like, Lord, is there any, is there anything that you need me, want me to add or take away uh, or grow in, in the next, um, in the next season, in the next you know quarter period of time? That, that might be the question you ask. But if you're feeling great about like kind of your walk and what how God's leading you, then that's awesome. Um, if you're not, if you're like what I would, what I would imagine most people are like wishing you spent more time with the Lord, or there is you don't feel maybe the deeper a, a deeper connection to God as much as possible. I would I would consider exploring uh, spirit, some, a spiritual practice to add to your daily or weekly rhythm. Um, you might say, well, I really want to read the Bible. You should. The scriptures are powerful and they are living and active and they, they, they transform us. Um, I think I would, of course, try to find some plan of that. But also, I think I would try one of these more. Uh, I, for me, I would try one of these maybe not as traditional ones that I grew up in. Like the two ones that I always, my, my goals used to be around were prayer. And I want to pray more. I want to read my Bible more. Which I, if as a pastor, I desire for everyone to pray more and to read their Bible more. So hear that. But, um, but with my own connection with the Lord, um, sometimes I, I think, uh, adding a practice of solitude, which is is super important. That's what I kind of added a little bit last year, a little bit more Sabbath too. Like we, Cassie and I regularly Sabbath, not every week, but we try to on Mondays, um, holiday season nightmare to do that. But this Monday, we'll get back to it. Um, and then I already said simplicity is my goal, but that actually is a spiritual discipline. If there is a simplicity of that. I don't know if you said, hey, what is the spiritual discipline of simplicity? I don't know what that means, honestly. But I, that's kind of my, I want to discover what it is. And I want to figure out and learn how I can make my life more simple so that I'll have space to be present, kind of like what you're talking about, so that I'll have space to to uh, connect with the Lord more, I think is the intention behind it. And so removing, it's why it's why I think, like they always talk about how like uh, very successful people oftentimes wear the same outfit every day to, to work. It's because it's it, they've simplified that in their life, which allows them to think about other things. And so I think I want to explore that. Yeah, well, I think there's definitely a case to be made that there's something spiritual about simplicity. Like even the idea that, uh, you know, Jesus, I can't remember the exact quote, but he talks about how these birds and animals and things have places to live. They have houses built or whatever nests, and yet the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Like he lived a simple life. Um, it was, uh, it was based on faith, you know, and like where he went next was where God led him to. And I think when you get bogged down with a lot of complexity and a lot of things that you need or want, and you're not living a simple life, like that can open the door to just a lot of idolatry and different things to kind of creep in. And so, uh, I think there is something spiritual to that. I also want to go back to something that you said earlier. It felt a little bit like a performance review. Uh, you talked about kind of like, what are you doing? Well, what are you not doing? Well, what, what do you need to keep doing, stop doing or start doing, uh, that kind of idea. But I think that is actually powerful and I don't want to get like 
heavy into any guilt or shame. Like if you're feeling right now, like you're like, oh yeah, here we go. Like haven't read my Bible or prayed enough. And now they're telling me that I need to do more of that. Like, no, that's not necessarily what we're saying. More so like do an internal evaluation. And like, this is an encouragement where there's a, there's a break, um, like like just a natural break to pause and to reflect and to think about that and to have some hope and some encouragement and some inspiration because it is a new year and there are new possibilities. What could be in 2023? Uh, so, you know, like just taking advantage of just that natural kind of stop gap to evaluate those things, I do think is important. I think for me, um, I have shared this with Russell a couple of times, but just, th- just having a baby, bring that kind of into the world um, and into my world, uh, I have felt like just kind of life for a while has been happening to me as opposed to really like getting to experience it and live it and enjoy it and look forward to things and stuff like that. And so um, I think part of that is that I just haven't had the same spiritual practices that I've had that I had before having a baby now. Um, and part of that is, you know, just natural. It's like kind of some of the things that happen when you become a parent, but also, uh, I don't want that to be the long-term thing. I do want to get back to a rhythm that, that makes sense. I think I can take a moment to evaluate like, okay, maybe I don't have this time that I used to have, but I do have time here. Uh, or, you know, I just need to, um, set a goal, <laughs> if you will, uh, to be able to, uh, get back to some of these practices and, and make some adjustments. And and this is just a natural time. It's a good mentality shift to be able to do that. And so uh, I'm hoping to uh, be a little more present, uh, to, to spend a little more time with the Lord to feel like I just have a little more. And maybe this is, maybe this is what the Lord's trying to teach me in this season is that I just don't have the control that I think I do, but the feeling of having a little bit of control in my life and to not just be reacting to everything, but to be, you know, actually present and living it is kind of what I'm looking forward to and what I'm hoping happens over, uh, over this year and, uh, super excited for what this year is going to bring. Sarah and I talked about regularly, like this is going to be a crazy year for, for us and our family. I mean, uh, most likely Judah's going to learn to walk this year or uh, crawl at least and possibly walk, start talking. Uh, you know, this is like a huge developmental year. And, uh, as I was thinking about all the things that like are major changes for him coming up, I was thinking like, these are going to be major changes for me. And how is that going to impact my life and all those things? And uh, there you go. There's me spiraling towards like, you know, months in advance that I don't need to worry about. But it's also like a good just kind of reminder of like, no, there actually is like hope in the year. There, there is opportunity in a new year. There's so much unknown that also brings excitement. And so that's a, that's a positive thing. And so there's there's a lot out there that could could be. So that's, that's kind of us. What about as leaders of Mission City? Um, are there anything from a church perspective? A lot of our listeners do attend Mission City. Um, what are we, what are you hoping for? What are you dreaming on? What are you praying for, for this new year? Like what could be, I'm, I'm not going to say it again. Um, what does 2023 look like for, for Mission City Church in Russell's mind? You know, I, I really do hope Couple things happen. Um, I'm, this is something I've been praying for actually over the break. And uh, if you really want to know, you should come to service this week because that's really where I'll probably flesh it out. But um, I, I think I want us to continually grow on reaching the lost in our city. Um, I think that is something that we as a church can grow in. I think. Uh, I think church in general can grow in that, but also just like, I really want us to be continually praying about how God could use me 
and how he's impacted my life for me to share the good news with those who don't know the good news. I think corporately, like I'd like, I'd love to see growth in how we worship together. Um, just like there's this, um, this heart, there's there one, there's an excitement to be with a like with one another, um, uh, where we can like love, care for, minister to one another, pray for one another. Um, like I'd love it to be common during, you know, worship times that people would just pray for other people that they put on their heart. And even like, even just in the way that we express ourselves in worship too, just like a more, um, you know, whether it be louder singing or, uh, just, just like be more freedom just to express themselves in worship. If you're reading, when you read towards the end of the Psalms, just there, there was this freedom and excitement around worshiping and praising God. And so I think that, um, I think too, just people growing into the person that God's called them to be. I mean, I think it goes into sharing the gospel, free and worship, um, and how they spend their free time ministering to people as well. So that's some of it. Um, I'd love to have a building at some point praying for that for sure. But I'm so thankful for the new space that we have too. So, um, it's kind of one of those things where we could be there for a while and be okay. Yeah. But I, yeah, I'm still, I'm still there. I feel like there's still a couple more like nuanced details that I'm not trying to like literally promo the sermon this week, but I just need a, a little bit more time in solitude yeah. with the Lord just to kind of have maybe more of a buttoned up version of that. But those are kind of the first thoughts. Yeah, I get that. Uh, I, I thank you for sharing what you could. Um, I think for me, I, I've seen, you know, we had this kind of goal of just really refining what our community groups look like heading into the fall. And I had some, some hopes that w- of what would come out of that, you know, seeing uh, not only just relationships, but also people serving together out of that, people being interested in what each other are passionate about and being able to jump in. Not that those are like necessarily like assumed or required or anything like that, but I think just naturally um, I was kind of hoping that that would kind of pour out of people living in closer proximity, knowing and being known by each other and all that. And so uh, I'm looking forward to just seeing kind of what fruit comes out of that. I think uh, having that deeper community, that deeper trust and connection with each other will produce some some interesting results I'm, I'm hoping for. That's what I'm praying for anyway. And that's what I'm looking forward to in this year. Um, also just super excited where our discipleship groups go. Um, you know, that's kind of the two main areas outside of the podcast that I focus on with my time. And so, uh, just praying that God would continue to move inside those discipleship groups that we'd see uh, spiritual growth happen, that we'd get people that, you know, the, a lot of our groups have been going j- just, just kind of started in the last couple months, but, uh, by the end of this year, they'll probably be looking forward to, uh, by the end of the, the following year, you know, starting their own group, hopefully again. And so, uh, we'd be looking at, you know, by the end of 2023, we'd be talking about what are the things that your group needs to do to be ready to, to launch their own group. And we're going to multiply again. And so, uh, man, I'm super excited about that. I just think that the sky's the limit for what our discipleship groups could be and the impact that they could have on this community and just the city and everything. And so, um, that's what I'm super excited about. So I'm praying for That's what I'm dreaming on. Um, I had this dream, uh, two nights ago that, uh, I was walking down a path and there were some like dead bushes on the side of the road. And for whatever reason, I just had this like feeling that like, you know, God still does miracles. And like, maybe like, as, as I watched like 
or like read about the disciples doing these things that God empowered them to do. Like maybe like God would empower me to do something miraculous. And so I, I prayed over one of these bushes. This is just a dream. I, you know, not something that I had any control over, but uh, I'm watching myself just like pray over this bush and nothing changes. And I'm like, well, okay, maybe not. Like maybe this is true. Maybe this, you know, this, I can't do this. I'm not capable whatever. And like, I get a little bit farther down the path and something just like inside me is like, look back, like take a look back. And I look back and like, all of a sudden it's like changing and like, it's greener than ever. It's like the greenest, most lively bush that I've ever seen in my life. And I, I'm not one to say that like, you should always take dreams like that as like some kind of spiritual marker or something, but I am interested in like kind of keeping that in the back of my mind through this year. Like what is there something that I was praying for, for a while previously that just didn't seem like it was going to happen. And you know, I, the moment I kind of am like, okay, God, maybe that's not, you know, what you do. I'm going to look back and see that no, like actually he was bringing it to life the whole time and I just didn't see it. Um, and so I don't know. I, I wanted to share that. I don't know why uh, I'm hoping and praying that that's something that God does bring to fruition. I'm really interested to see what that is. Uh, but it was a dream and not saying that that's something that is, you know, definitely going to be spiritual or anything important. Just wanted to share it. Um, so that's what I'm hoping for, for our church, for ourselves. Uh, I'm excited about this new year. I do think that there's hope and optimism with the new year and yeah, I'm just looking forward to what 2023 brings for our church and our new space and, and all of that. So, uh, anything else you want to share before we wrap up here, Russell? I, I do want to go back to, if you're a part of mission city or another community, just be like praying for not just how God wants to, I think it's a great question to ask is not just how, what are my goals or resolutions or like, what does God want to do differently in 2023 um, for myself, but also just for the church. And so as you continue to pray for um, our church or the church that you're a part of or the, the global church, you know, asking God, not just as an individual, but also corporately, like how God might want to use whatever faith community you're a part of. Yep. That's a great point. Uh, thanks for sharing that. And thank you so much for checking out this episode. Uh, if you do uh, live in the Kansas City area, we meet at the Merriam Community Center. It's right off of Slater Street between Johnson Drive and Shawnee Mission Parkway. Uh, we would love to see you right now. There's some road construction, so take Ikea away uh, to get there. But uh, we would love to have you. Uh, 10 a.m. on Sunday morning, we'll be kicking off our new year. And it sounds like Russell's got some things to share about goals and dreams and hopes and prayers that he has for this year, which I'm excited to hear more about. And hope you enjoyed this episode spend some time reflecting on the things that god wants to do in your life things that you can grow in um, and yeah looking forward to how the rest of the year goes so thanks for checking out this episode we'll be back next week with a new series titled resolutions thank you for listening to this episode of the mission city church podcast mission city church is a non-denominational church in mission kansas we meet on sunday mornings at 10 a.m at the merriam community center off slater street between johnson drive and shawnee mission parkway we also have five community groups that meet throughout the KC Metro. If you live in the Kansas City area and would like more information, please visit our website at missioncitykc.com or send me an email at jake at missioncitykc.com.